check, check. One, two, check. Mic's on. From the world of education to you, my name is Dr. A. Our show is all about finding your voice by connecting our community through collaboration. All right, welcome back to another edition of Mike's On. It is episode 34, and I can't believe I've waited 34 episodes uh, for this next next guest. He is uh, one of our 7th grade geography teachers, but more importantly, he's one of my best friends. What's up, Mr. Walters? Good morning. It I is. can't believe you didn't have me on earlier <laughs> as well. 34 episodes. Do I, do I win a prize? Or? Well, just be thankful you're on. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> you must be really desperate. <laughs> well, it's been a while, and I kind of I've been meaning to ask you to come on because um, you and I have known each other for quite some time, and uh, I figured this was going to be something that you know we'll talk a little professionally, but really for you and I, it's it's really just talking about who we've been all these years to each other. I think you and I have known each other since uh, we were just kids, and I was thinking about it on the way in to work this morning. My first uh, real recollection of you and your family is one of our trips down to the Lake of the Ozarks. Oh, yeah. Do you remember this? I do. And uh, we had some fun times there. You remind me of what the house was like, because didn't you say there was uh, some friends that were visiting in the house with us? Or was I'm that a different time? Sh- I'm not sure about that. I don't remember. I, I think it was a two-story, but okay. uh, I think I got in trouble for throwing something into the you lake. You threw a, a car. Tonka trunk. Yeah, it was some, ton- kind of, some kind of car. I don't know then, why you thought that was a good idea, to throw a Tonka truck into the You probably the lake. told me to do it, well, <laughs> and I did it. Well, it was me, you, and your older brother, Todd, I think. We were all just down by the lake, and there was a ledge. Yeah. And you just... But and, then, I would, and then here comes your mom. <laughs> yeah. She probably made me go in and get it. Go jump in and get it. I don't know. Did we? Kevin? I can't even remember. I don't remember a whole lot about that because that then, was a long time ago. Do you ago. remember getting out on the uh, on the lake, though, and we were in uh, a friend of your dad's Yeah, his boat. boat. Who was, in his... was it a former pastor or priest friend? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember his name, but... Father something. Father. <laughs> we'll just say Father. Yeah. yeah, the good father, and, and we had the had whole boat. family out on. It was that nicknamed boat. Snoopy. Do you yeah. remember the? I don't. One remember of the that. boats was nicknamed Snoopy on there. So, and then you also reminded me of the time that w- there was a pool in the little complex that we were in. It, it had was a, like a metal. It had an arch over it. <laughs> well, and it had a metal uh, uh, slide. Slide, right? Yeah. And didn't you cut your toe or something? Yeah, I somehow managed to <laughs> rip my toe open. So, you know, I bring that up because I noticed some of your kids going through some of those same kind of situations. I prefer not to talk about that. We have a wing of a hospital named after our family. Yeah, because a few of them have gotten hurt over the years, huh? Yeah. One of them got hurt because of one of my kids, right? Well, remind me, I think I'm having a... So so now Aubrey, remember, Aubrey was in the swing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, birthday party in uh, Dominic, I believe it yeah, was. Yeah, of course it was. Swinging and clobbered my daughter <laughs> and gave her a black eye on her birthday. Happy well, you birthday. notice you haven't been invited to yeah. recently. <laughs> I hate to break it yeah, to you. I, I guess you guys still have celebrated some birthdays, just haven't invited us, huh? Well, yeah, there's that COVID <laughs> thing. We'll just say that. Yeah, okay. It's been going well, that on. makes me feel better. No, but we could go on and on about some of the stories that you and I have been through over the years. Um, really, literally, we've known each other since probably 
two and three years old. I would I say, yeah, say. we're close to a half a century of, of being. Yeah, because uh, we're, we're now, well, I'm 50. Yeah, I'm not quite there you're yet. You're almost there. Oh, but not. You're, you're getting are. there. Me? No. You? Yes. <laughs> you know, but one of the things that uh, was always so cool was you and I would um, find our way into your backyard, um, and it was always you and I. Sometimes we'd have to wrangle in your brothers, but you and I were always like, uh, Wiffle ball kings. Well, and, and you like to be the grounds crew. I mean, your yeah. mom didn't like it so much. <laughs> well, I think it was both, actually, mom and dad. Uh, but I think dad they, wasn't work, though. I think so they he... planted trees purposely <laughs> to block us from having a pitching mound, but we somehow adapted and worked around it and would dig all the dirt out of the flower beds to put in our batter's boxes when it rained. <laughs> I don't think that bothered him that much. I can't remember some. I just always remember how third base was so far to. I mean, because it was it was a squished diamond. It wasn't like a real. It was about a real <laughs> field, like a but trapezoid. Yeah. Not a trapezoid, but a uh, like. Well, it was perhaps a, a rhombus. A rhombus. Thank you. Uh, but I just remember third base being so far to the left. Um, but that seemed to be the place that got the most attention from the grounds crew because no, that's I, where the, that's where the water was. No, next to the house. I would so say that, the batter's boxes because obviously yeah. we wore all the grass out at the pitcher's mound in the batter's You'd boxes. You'd like to get that nozzle that had the the, the you know fifty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, why not? I mean, why wouldn't you? Well, I, I mean, mean, I it was I part was of a, the game though. You, I, I mean, was a professional. I can't you, I can't uh, <laughs> deny it. I, mean, I took ever, it very seriously. Did you ever uh, plant any seeds, though? Any grass seed for your parents? Or, or was that... What's I, that? I know. No. So then we turn into fall, though. So that would be the summertime activity. Yeah, wiffle ball, for sure. And then and then we turn into the fall, which is now football. And uh, we it would just be the four of us. You, me, your older brothers. And we'd always wrestle... Sometimes or, John Lacani would play. Well, John would if come one down. of the brothers couldn't make it, but... Yeah, but John was like up... Up up the hill, so it's like it was a big deal for him to come down. Sometimes it oh. didn't seem like he was as as attuned to being a part of what we were always doing. Right? Yeah, it was it was the majority of time I would say it was. I'm talking like when we were in third and fourth, fourth and fifth grade. Maybe you know we we just that was like life back then. And then I remember we turned into some music, and your brother Rob used to really get into some. Uh, I, you wouldn't call it heavy metal today. But it was more of a real deep rock, classic rock. What Led Zeppelin? Well, in Bad Company, and do you remember yeah, when I, he had I some do, of those? Yeah, yeah. Because you guys had uh, the better stereo systems and everything. Too. Wow. Well, I'm not sure about that. But. Yeah, because I think when you guys had your own room in the basement, your brother had gotten like a big stereo system, or you did, or I think we all got it. Yeah. We never got one gift for us individually. Yeah, it was so a you group guys... gift. Heaven. Seven kids let's in the talk Walters about, clan. Let's talk about baseball card trading, though. Do you Great. remember getting a baseball card from me? It might have been your brother, but somebody was able to snooker me out of, I think it was a Lou Brock. Oh, I don't remember this, but uh, I want to I I, hear more about I do, this. I do remember a Gary Templeton being in there, too, and thinking he was better than he was, and then he did the, the salute to the crowd here in St. Louis, and then wow. he was gone. But you don't remember doing some of the baseball well, I card do. Trading. I don't remember that one specifically, but... Yeah, you guys used to be able to schnooker me. You'd gang up, and you'd be like, come on, you know this is a good one. We come were very on, persuasive. Good, yeah. <laughs> well, what can I say? I mean... Uh, you knew how to work the system, that's for sure. 
So we did that, and then I'm sorry if I. Uh, oh please! If I we have to apologize. Do you even have baseball cards offended. anymore? No, none. I do not. Kids um, don't have them. Never got into. No, it, it really is. Doesn't seem like a thing that yep. kids get into like we we did. Mm-mm. Just like playing sports, I don't see kids out playing. You know, sports nearly as much. Too much on the computers. Games and stuff is pretty much but taking their attention. But your kids play sports. Yeah, I mean, not, like not as much as games. us. Not as much nearly as us, because we were outside. Yeah, but we're, we weren't as scheduled as they are. Because you guys, I mean, you play soccer with your kids, right? And and don't they play football as well? And yeah, I got football and soccer in the house. Yeah. So, I mean, you, we're, we weren't as scheduled as kids. Probably not. You know, I mean, we didn't have the clubs that we played for. Yeah, there's def- definitely the clubs taking up a whole nother level right? for, for sports these days. So sports. our club was really up and down the street. That was it. Yeah, it was pretty much the back our backyard. Uh, how about the hill going down to my house? It was fun to run down to your house, <laughs> and it uh, was not very much fun to run back uh, up. It was the same way for me, because I'd walk my way up to your house. And then, you would and run then I could run home. Well, if it was but, dark, it'd be, it was scary, so you had to well, run as fast as you could. <laughs> Mr. Giggles could get you. Right. All right, but then you and I, um, I moved to Chicago, and um, we kind of parted ways for a little bit, because this is back when you didn't have social media, you didn't have cell phones, you know, it was really landlines. Um, I don't know if I told you, but I found a couple of the letters that that you and I had written to each other. <laughs> I actually, I think I found one as well. Yeah, we were talking about the soccer season and yeah, in well, the letter. You, you were talking about how, um, I don't know if you were captain of the team, uh, but definitely the bulldog on defense. See, yeah. Because I wasn't here, so I don't I'm know. I'm trying to remember what, if that would have been like uh, 10th grade for me and it would have been 11th or I would have been a freshman in high school. Well, I you think. You left in 10th grade. I, I left I when when uh, I was in 10th grade, so you were a freshman. Yeah. And then I think you and I still talked to each other during high school uh, years as we got into, you know, I got to be a senior and you were a junior. I think you were playing varsity your junior year. And, yeah. Um, but you and I had that connection. We never really got to play soccer together at South, though, at Parkway South. No, I think our only soccer playing time was the Fighting Irish when yeah, we were playing the indoor when, Irish. when your dad was a coach. Yeah. Remember when he, dad used to smoke? Remember that? <laughs> All the time. Well, even out even on the outside, field, uh, even oh. on the bench? I don't remember that, but... I don't uh, know. I just feel like I always had that smell on me, you know? Well, I know going into your... Because your parents didn't smoke. Well, my dad actually did, but uh, he stopped though. When he was we sec- were in very high secretive yeah. <laughs> about it. He would have things hidden in the the garage, and it would sneak out. He didn't. Yeah, I mean, he I never, never smoked saw, in I front never, of us. I never saw him. Yeah, but we we caught him. He got busted. Well, your dad busted me too, throwing a snowball through your. Well, that was partially my fault. Because <laughs> you, you, you didn't see on... the door. <laughs> you didn't see the door. Uh, until I closed it before, right before you threw the snowball at me and it busted. Yeah, but I should have known glass. that's exactly what you were going to do. Well, I had to protect <laughs> myself. It was better the glass than the, my face. Yeah. Well, we got all kinds of stories like that. But so you and I um, up through high school, and then I came back to St. Louis and didn't really connect with you back in St. Louis until um, after I moved away um, and then came back. And I, just, I was down in Oakville, and so I called you. And uh, it was like we just picked up where we left off. Absolutely. I hadn't seen you in forever. Um, you were going to school at Merrimack, I think, at the time. 
Uh, I, I think that I was shifting, making that transition to from, from uh, yeah, Merrimack to, to Amsel. And you were working quite a bit, too, then. Yeah, I had, uh, I think, a lot of uh, time and hours with Chinooks yeah. when I worked at the grocery store. Right right down here? Right down well, I was at here, right? Clayton and 141, uh, okay. Chinooks right there, Woods Mill. Did you open that place, or was that your first... Schnooks. That was the only schnooks. That was you the only at. place. Okay. Yeah, I th- it was pretty new when I got there. Yeah, and you used to run into people while you were in the produce. Yeah, I worked in the produce department, so I got to stack fruits and vegetables, which was yeah, very and, uh, and, very. And I very can remember you talking about Ron Caron. If anybody knows who that is, well, yeah, he, <laughs> God rest his soul. Ron Caron was the general manager of the St. Louis Blues, and I was a big hockey fan. So on Sunday mornings, I always had the five a.m. Shift and it was like on Mr. your calendar. You Mr. knew he was Karan coming. Was in. <laughs> an early bird. Uh, I didn't have it on my calendar, but I just—he's a creature of habit. He seems, you know, yeah. people tend to shop at certain times, and that was his time schedule. And it was always kind of kind of neat uh, talking blues hockey. And he'd he was, actually stop and talk. He with was you. a very personable, you know, fella, and he uh, he loved to. You could hear his, you know, passion and running that team and it was just really neat to get some insight did you ever like ask him about trades or <laughs> yeah of course i did but uh if did you, he give if you, you ever listen if you scoop? even know who ron Corrado is if you ever listen to his uh his uh voice you'd be like yeah beware the ides of march <laughs> his uh his accent and it was he you know he didn't divulge a whole lot but he loved he loved to talk about the team and yeah i'm sure for him it was probably it was a highlight as a just be, being such a big fan, and I well, felt like you, I could get the scoop. In, in your teens still. You were probably 19, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it was when I was – that's when I really – I think I really – I started watching the Blues when I – you know, about 1985, 86 yeah. season. But that was in the peak of my, my you know, growth as a Blues fan. Did you um, – did you ever see a game down at the Checkerdome? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you, sh- you should get uh, the – you could get the nosebleeders for yeah. ten bucks. Yeah, sitting at the. I don't think end you and the... I ever went to a Checkerdome game. I, I remember going to the Arena, Savage Center, whatever it was. Yeah, called. Yeah, that's that's not somebody. the same. No, I mean the old arena that was you know it smelled of urine. Yeah, <laughs> and well, the barn, the old barn, it it had its uh, character, but it's it was pretty. Uh, it was not a it was not a fun place to. To, it was to raucous in a sense of uh, didn't have a lot of luxuries. No, we'll just leave it at that. No, there, well, there was no suites or boxes like that, right? Not really. Just no, the I don't press, think there just were. Just the press rooms and that kind yeah, of. Yeah, your feet would stick to the floor, <laughs> and you, like I said, the odiferous emanations. Odiferous. That's good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, but then, uh, so you and I meet back up, and I was actually in school, but I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I. I uh, I knew that I wanted. I needed to be in school. I took a little bit different path than you because you graduated high school and you got straight into doing some college work, right? Yeah, I went. Uh, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and so I, I, I chose the path of JUCO, and I wanted to keep keep playing soccer. So I actually uh, walked onto the soccer team at Merrimack and and made it, and and was able to continue playing soccer for for a little longer. How was that? I think it was a, it's something I wanted to see if I could do. Yeah. And I enjoyed the season. We weren't very good. Yeah. But I got to play a lot. Yeah. Um, and after that, I think I got soccer out of my system and just wanted to focus on other things in my life. Yeah. But it was, 
It was fun. I yeah. got to travel a little bit uh, throughout the, the U.S. Yeah. We had to get to do some tournaments and stuff in different states. And um, but did I they help it, you with your uh, expenses at all? Or no, I didn't. To, there's yeah. not a lot of perks for a walk on. I, I don't know. I just a, I had to ask uh, at a uh, you know JUCO level. Um, Athletic well, that's kind of cool, though, because were you taking a full boat of classes? Yep. Too. So yeah, I, I was so uh, working full time. Yeah, I was still working at the the Chinooks. Yeah, and, and then soccer, which was probably every day after school, right? Oh yeah, there was there was uh, you know a, lot, a huge time commitment. Yeah. Of, you know, obviously you practice every day. Yeah. And then and then you had a full boat with with school. So you you always have been somebody who keeps themselves. You've always been busy. You don't ever sit still. No, I can't. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's one of the things about me is I just, I'm always doing something. So you and I, though, kind of reconnect, and we start uh, hanging out a little bit. We, we actually, you were doing a lot of working out, so you got me into to doing that um, at the time. And then you and I start talking about what you're getting into. And I think this was really quickly after we kind of reconnected. We just started talking about where you were going. Why did you choose education? Because you were in elementary education uh, program. Yeah, that's originally, I, I uh, my degree was elementary ed, and I got an emphasis in middle school social studies. So obviously, you know, trying to think of what you want to be when you get older, it has everything to do with purpose for me. As you know, we had some amazing yep. mentors um, along the way that really just made a huge impact in our lives. You know, we could we could shout out the names. Oh, go uh, for it. I mean, I mean, there's in no particular order. I mean, Mike Cosgrove. The, we had a just okay. a strong group of teachers at uh, at uh, Ren Hollow. Yep. Shout out to Ren Hollow. But, well, you uh, and I opened that building as students. You yeah, were but in I was the first kindergarten. I was to the go first, through, first grade but, class. Yeah, Mike Cosgrove and Raul Campa and Jan Shane and Marty Chupin and Carl Core and I mean the list goes on and on. Mary Ashley. Mm-hmm. We had uh, just. I hope I didn't leave anybody out. But well, we had some they'll let us know, I would think, yeah. right? <laughs> if they actually listen. Well, but, uh, yeah, but, well the thing is, um, there was something different about that group of people um, in that building. Um, I can remember very vividly each of the years that I was there. I don't remember, like, the whole year, obviously, but I do remember first grade and Miss Qualley. Um, I remember yeah. um, my, my second grade fairly well. Um, third grade, um, was good, but fourth grade was when things really started to solidify in my memory because I had Carl, uh, as a teacher and Carl was the first male teacher. That's Mr. Core for those following. Yeah. So Carl was, um, my first male teacher and it really had an impact on me because before I had not had that. Was he also your first? I had Mr. Campa for second grade. Second grade. Cause he kind of moved around a little bit. Mr. Cosgrove in PE. Right. So we all would have had him, um, unless you had Mrs. Aletta at the time. Yeah, well, I did. I, I, I think, think I might have had her too, but... Um, we would play uh, soccer after school with those guys, and uh, they'd get into it, uh, Mr. Campa. Well, yeah, he'd and, get that knee brace on, yeah. and he would, he would go out there and battle. <laughs> and and he, I can remember him hurting himself, like jumping up, coming back down, and popping that knee out, and be like, oh, I'm okay, I just got to pop it back in. <laughs> To minor flesh wound. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> you know we're just so, fifth graders, right? <laughs> yeah, but we—I mean, having those just that impact early on for us, and then matching that with what I wanted to do in my career, which would—I wanted to 
wake up every day and do you know do something meaningful. Yeah. You know, make a difference. So that's why I chose education. And and I was, you know, if I was able to get you, um, well, you motivated me. Kind to of, do yeah, it. motivated I mean, because to follow it, that path too. So I, be I didn't have that in in my mindset at all at the time. I didn't think that that's where I wanted to necessarily go. Um, yeah, but it was within you, obviously. Yeah. And well, I can remember you and I talked one just day. Just a little then, kick in the butt. Yeah. I, you and I talked one day, and then the next morning I woke up and I knew that's what I needed to do. And so I think I went and and registered for UMSL, and we started taking some classes together, which was kind of cool to be able to yeah. to take some college classes. I don't know if I would have passed to geology. Well, that there was, yeah. Without learning all the rocks, without being Sailor, able to right. be able to, yeah, that was <laughs> help quite, each other. That was that. quite a, a situation there. But Sailor, uh, right? Yeah. Well, it was good too because we could we could uh, ne- either use mnemonic devices or funny you, sayings. You, you, <laughs> you would have some things, especially Sailor, with, right? Right, especially with the blues, and I can just remember. You know, matching up rocks with different kind of blues players or but whatever. But it helps. I, oh, That's, gosh, I mean, yeah, it, it was the only way we got through it. Absolutely. You know? Um, and But we also took a science class together, I remember. And then I, I know we took at least two classes together. Um, so that was kind of cool, just to be able to to be in the same space as you and kind of going through the the, uh, the same trajectory and path. Um, you and I, did we, we graduate the same... Because I graduated in, in December, January. Did you? I think you were a little bit earlier yeah. than me. Um, but then we both started that following fall. That 97 season, yeah. if you will. 97, 98. School season is where, yeah, where You I took started. a position in Rockwood. Yep. I was at Kellison Elementary in the Fenton Quadrant. Yeah. And I took a, I, I, I kind of got into it pretty late. Fourth um, grade. Well, I started as a class assistant, but yeah. quickly was able to to get a uh, fourth grade position from a teacher who was leaving on maternity leave. So, so you were a class assistant, and then uh, someone was going to go on maternity yeah, leave. Yeah, from like just, September, and right then like the November, plot. I started uh, started teaching. Yeah. And I was able to walk into that. It just was a uh, just a path that I kind of opened up. Was for that me. the first? Was that the year you had my niece, or was it the following? Well, year? I think yeah, that was pretty early on. She yeah. she uh, would have been the first couple of years. Yeah. So I mean, she's I'm really sorry about that. Thirty, 30 something now. If I so. if I messed you up, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but then I came uh, to Selvage, and I was here for a year as the assistant principal, and we had a social studies opening, and I just said, hey. You need to put in for this. And, what do you think? And, yeah. Well, and and you know, both of us, I think, were able to get our middle school uh, social studies certification because yep. we took like one other class. Yep. It was like a micro or macroeconomics class, I think. It was it was a little bit more than that, I think, but uh, yeah, just taking that the to get that certification just gave me a another some opportunities. Pathway. Yeah, I had been teaching at at uh, Callison for seven years. Yeah. So I was kind of looking seven for, years you were teaching I was, there. Yeah, I taught wow. fourth grade for seven years, and I was kind of looking for just a change. Yeah, working with a different level of kids. And now you've been stuck in middle school all this time. So I wouldn't say stuck, but yeah, that's uh, I'm this very is your happy. Year. This is yeah, I've been here since 2005, <laughs> so this is the start of my 16th year here. Have you been in that same room the whole time? I have. Did you, no, yeah. that's, that's that's been, been uh, your room, right? Yeah, I'm down in the dungeon. Yeah, down in the dungeon. You're. you're uh, 
you're pretty used to the cozy quarters down there. Uh, I mean, you grew up in a basement, so I have to well fight just... the spiders off down there. I'll be honest <laughs> with you, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's nice. Yeah, so you know, we've had quite a few people come through the building though since you and I have been here. Um, you know, when you think about uh, some of the folks that maybe you have impacted, do you ever think about those that impact you? Like any of the kids that have come through, um, you think about even the families, you know, um, in terms of just well, yeah, it's how they lift you up or make there's you There's probably too many to, to remember, but I think some of the students that, that really uh, made a big difference at the time I needed it the most would probably be the year of uh, 2016 yeah. when I was diagnosed with uh, uh, cancer. Yeah. So getting that ocular melanoma diagnosis, and it was a group of kids that just really lifted my spirits, and, and uh, it just gave me so much hope and, and courage to fight my, you know, my challenge that I was facing. How are you doing with all that? So it's almost been uh, this October will be uh, four years. So, um, so I mean, do you have I, to do regular uh, checkups with it? Yeah, so I, I lost my left eye to cancer, and uh, the idea would be to keep uh, hopefully cutting my uh, and taking my eye out through the process of enucleation. Um, hopefully, that was the plan that it would uh, take care of take care of the cancer issue. Yeah. So I have to go back for scans and uh, checkups and stuff like that. Um, but so far, so good. Yeah. Um, you regularly make fun of yourself, though, with that. Absolutely. You have to. <laughs> you know, you know the yet... pirate jokes are endless <laughs> you know, with having a prosthetic eye. and Didn't you have it pop out one time? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> I did. Well, the hardest part was early on because after my surgery, it had to, my eye socket had to heal. Yeah. And then, and then they actually have to make this prosthetic to fit your eye right. to customize it. So for a stretch there... My surgery was in October, and then I came back teaching. My prosthetic eye was not completed until January. Yeah. So when I was teaching, when I came back for pretty much the month of uh, mid-November on to right. winter break, I had to try to teach with my left eye closed. Right. Because people were like, don't wear a patch, you know. Yeah. Take your patch off. Yeah. You know, it, it, it just, uh, so I had to try to teach, and sometimes it would open up, and yeah. I remember seeing the reactions <laughs> of some of my students be like, ah, oh, my God. I felt, I felt so bad about that, but it's kind of hard to try to keep your eye closed all the time well, and can, have can it you not tell open the, up. Well, can you tell the story of Katie Kenton's arrow? So, yeah, not? yeah, so getting to that, so that was the first crazy thing, but then the the eye once I got my prosthetic eye I uh, I itched it I went in to itch my eye and you really can't dig into your your <laughs> eye very much evidently but it forced the prosthetic out Boop. and it kind of made a you know <laughs> popping sound and all of a sudden you hear this you know I hear this you see this thing falling out and it bounces off the floor a couple of times you know ding ding. And the kids are walking in and out. It was at the very beginning of the day. Yeah. And poor, poor Katie, she, uh, <laughs> she thought I just dropped something out of my pocket. And was kind of like, you dropped something. <laughs> and then picks this thing up, and she doesn't realize it's my prosthetic guy. And, and she then hands she's it like, back to you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I remember uh, uh, Lauren Boger was the assistant principal. Yeah, yeah. And she happened to be down on the pod, and she came down and and I told her, I was like, my, my eye fell out. And she's like, oh, my gosh, we need to call an ambulance. And yeah. I'm like, 
No, we just I just got to go wash it off. Yeah, yeah, and I put it, I pop it back in there. And then, uh, so, and Katie handled it pretty well. And you, well, I think you made her feel through, a lot better through too. counseling. <laughs> I think uh, she's been able to overcome the traumatic experience. Well, you've had quite a time down there with uh, the different folks that have been on your team. We've uh, had quite a few characters. Yes, yes, and and uh, you've been the linchpin probably for I, all of it. I I have I have no comment. <laughs> I have no comment to that. So you think uh, is seventh grade geography where you want to finish it out? Well, uh, yeah. I think the answer to that is definitely yes. Uh, I don't know what else what else I, I uh, would be doing. Yeah. Um, I, I, that topic is very interesting to me because it's real world stuff and yeah. it's uh, current events, yep. things happening around us, and understanding all those relationships of you know the forces of government and economic systems and culture and right. history and uh, geography. So it's that to me is pretty interesting, and and I don't I don't have much time left. Well, I know as far well, as which uh, is really crazy because you and I have been doing this for quite some time now, and it's weird for me to think about the fact that we're really, I mean, at the end towards the end of it of our careers. Yeah. It's it's just bizarre because in my mind, I don't feel like I'm the age I am. I feel like I'm my still, body does. Yeah, I feel like I'm twenty <laughs> yeah. twenty five. But um, but speaking of current events, you know, today is nine eleven, and. Uh, uh, when you were first teaching, what was going on when this happened? Well, yeah, my day had just started, and uh, I was teaching fourth grade at Kellison, and uh, we had a little brief teaching time before we had a PE. So 9 o'clock, I brought my kids down from 9 to 9.30 was PE. So uh, obviously events have already started to unfold mm-hmm. before I dropped my students off. Yeah. Um, and, and as I walked back, I saw my principal at the time. His name was Matt Miller, and he called me into his office, and he had a TV set up, and I mean, the footage was starting to unfold of what was occurring, you know, this on this this day. So then, basically, years ago. the rest of the day is you're trying to teach, so but for, also kind of paying attention. Yeah, to what's for thirty minutes, I sat there in awe, you know, watching, and then not knowing what was actually going to keep happening because more events were unfolding as. You know, the time was passing. It was changing, you know, by the minute. Right. So I had to pick my students up at 930 and then go, a lot, you know, about my business and teach and having this on my mind. Obviously, we weren't telling students what was happening. I'm not sure even, you know, a fourth grade student mm-hmm. or younger would even be able to comprehend, you know, the magnitude of this, this event. Right. So it was really difficult just trying to figure out what was happening and, and uh, you know, if, if things were going to, you know, change. Well, and they did. I mean, uh, you know, planes were grounded for a while. You know, security at, at the airports is totally different now. Well, yeah, the world definitely changed after this. I mean, you look at the life-altering, these life-altering events probably for us for the last 20 years would right. be, I mean, 9-11. I would uh, throw in there getting married. Right. I can't. I would be remiss Having if I kids. if I didn't have that and becoming a dad. Right. Uh, but and then going through my cancer and yeah. then obviously with COVID, this you know, th- those are the biggest life changing events in these last twenty years. Well, and you and you and I talked about this a little bit in terms of you know dealing with since March thirteenth. Really, I mean, I always look at March thirteenth as the day when we left school and then we never really did come back because um, it was spring break. Yeah, we and, were talking about going to a blues game that Friday night. Right. We were supposed to go. Yeah. And uh, 
It got canceled. Sure did. And because uh, that was going to be the only game you or I had seen, I think, this past yep. season. It was our first, uh, um, along with uh, Matt Chandler. Yep. And uh, trying to start up a little tradition by, by going at the least annual once. annual you know? game. <laughs> because it seemed to work out well the year before winning the Stanley Cup. But uh, things really did change in terms of, uh, you know, I mean, look at what we're doing now. I mean, right now you are having to teach virtually, and and, and I know it's not the way you want it, um, and I know it's not easy, but yourself and others like you are really stepping up to the challenge and saying this is what it is, and we're going to do what we can to make it the best thing possible for our kids. Absolutely. What, um, you know, when you're thinking about this time, you know, what are your thoughts about all of it? I mean, in terms of just having to go through it and deal with it with your family, deal with it with your wife, who's also an educator, um, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I mean, there's this, obviously it's just different, but I mean, it, it is what it is. We just have to adapt and, and kind of deal with it is how I look you at it. You stayed pretty positive throughout it is, all. Though. Well, is it the, the perfect way for me? If I look at me personally, is this the perfect way that I want to teach and, and uh, do my job? No. I mean, I, I want to be with the kids. I want to be with, with the students in the classroom and being able to joke and talk with them. And um, Yeah, not having those personalities it, around it's us. It's really difficult to do this virtually. Yeah. You know, a lot of kids don't like to even turn their screens on, their video, you know, so you can't even and see And the relationship them. that you're able to build with your kids is one that's usually um, fun, light, um, there's a comfort there um, where you like to kind of rib and joke with them a little bit, and it's you can't really do that through the screen. It's very difficult uh, to yeah to to read the faces, to read the emotion. Yeah, personality can't yeah. come out really in a in a, uh, a screen, but and you don't want something to come out the wrong way, and for a kid to take you the wrong way because yeah. that happens. I mean, we're human, and you know we might joke around a little bit here and there with kids, but in the moment you can really work at it. But if you're, you know, when you're live and in person, but when you're behind the screen, it's a whole different kind of, you're treading on a whole different Yeah, it's, it's, path. it is different. It's, just, you know, we're wrapping up our third week of this now and I mean, it feels just, like forever, doesn't it? Well, it goes, I'll be honest <laughs> with you, it's flying is by. Is it flying by? It is so okay. fast. Uh, you know, an hour goes by in a blink of an eye. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of good things are you seeing from it though? What kind of positives can you take away from the moment we're in well i think for me it's just this ability to adapt to you know the technology i'm i'm an old fart so it's <laughs> you know the technology hasn't always been you know available to us over the years and this this is there's a lot of stuff to do with uh you know learning new things yeah and i think that has been you know, what I wanted to keep, you know, most open-minded to is well, being willing to change and do things differently and to learn new technologies with Canvas. And yeah, well, because that was Zoom one thing that you decided last year to get into. Like, you you, you made it a point that Canvas was going to be the thing that you yeah, adapted I wanted to, yourself to last year. I wanted year. to prioritize the uh, transition, and, and luckily I have, you know, a, a great teammate uh, Jared yeah, Jared Klein already kind of so, knew what he was doing with it. Yeah, he he him using it and and uh, I just kind of forced to, you to do it too. Yeah, I wanted to be on par with him as much as possible. So, um, 
I think uh, it was advantageous to, to make that change, and I can't imagine. Well, your your change was over the year. Yep. You like there were things, but people Way are having to ALP. figure this out now, right? I mean, the ALP wasn't perfect, but I felt that that was at least a little bit easier of a transition because I had been using the technologies that were available with Canvas. And you were part of um, the team that that is trying to put together um, the geography online. Um, the Canvas uh, courses, basically. Um, how were how were the technology? Uh, how was everybody adept at technology within that group? Was everybody in the same page? Was was some just learning it? I think uh, yeah, we were at all different levels. Really, and, and not everybody was able to commit to right uh, this this uh, you know committee. Well, it's tough you because. So, you're pulled in a lot of different directions, and if you have family, it's not an easy thing to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, moment. but I, I felt like it was kind of important to be a part of it. <clears throat> you know, having a say in things is, yeah. is important. So I, I wanted to be a part of that um, and, and work with the other the other schools. Unfortunately, yeah. we didn't have all, you know, of the middle schools represented. Right. So we had uh, just roughly about three different schools. Yeah. Uh, middle schools that were uh, had members were able to to be a part of this, so that in itself kind of made it tough. And the time frame has been very difficult to to come up with. Uh, you know, well, it's just units. been a crunch. Yeah, trying to come up with units and have a quick turnaround, and yeah. at the same time trying to put everything into you know Canvas right. and make that transition and know to the virtual that, world, and know that too. Like your your curriculum partner might not be doing the same kind of thing that you guys are trying to put together for the Canvas courses, right? Well, the the you know I want to try to make that as much as possible merged right. together. So for me, it was very difficult to work with other schools, in, and at the same time trying to be doing something consistent with here. You know, my teammate partner. here yeah. at at Selvage. So it, to me, I I was creating two things, right? So I, I've, I've you know recently just said I can't I've had enough I can't do this because well, the number of hours that we're spending you know I can't spend hours creating curriculum for two different curriculums basically curriculum for everybody that they may or may not use and then also adapt it right. to fit so I'm staying with up you know up to date with my my teammate do you see you know when we are able to get back to in person um, you had already been kind of using Canvas last year. Was that the only platform you were using, or did you use Google Classroom at all? I had used Google Classroom previously, but I think that Canvas is a much better version of okay. that. And right. I didn't want to be, you know, having too too many different. Uh, so you cut the cord on one, and you went. Yeah, to the I other. just I just ripped a bandaid off yep. and and went full charge into the transition into Canvas and and tried to learn that as quickly as I could. Yeah, because I think if you're doing Google Classroom. And you're just going to use the shell of Canvas, where you're just importing the stuff that you're using from Google it's Classroom. A lot more work, I think. It's right. I mean, might as well just create it a, straight. It's not as, fi- as efficient, in my opinion. Right. But I mean, if that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. Right. It just wasn't for me. But as we get back to in person, um, do you feel like you're in a good spot in terms of being able to help kids um, both? in class and virtually now because I mean Canvas really truly you can switch on and off now with that right in the sense that you know if if we needed to start up school and we were in person you could still use Canvas and that'd be how you would run your class right yes. and then all of a sudden uh oh we got to go home and stay at home for 2 weeks 
Candace yeah, would I, still be there. So absolutely. the back and forth will be pretty. I think so. But uh, the key part is that the kids, you know, the students have that responsibility, right. too, of doing their part. I mean, it could we could put all the stuff out there, but if they're not interacting with it and using it to the best of their ability, it's... You know, we're going to have a little bit of a breakdown. The hardest part about all of this is that many of the classes that when, when you first start the school year, many of those classes with those kids are probably going to be a lot of, hey, let's let's work through what this looks like and let's play here and I can come look at your screen and I can show you right here. Now you're having to do it from a distance through a screen. Through a screen and... I mean, there's still and, and always there's a lot of a lot of technical difficulties. There's a lot of the Wi-Fi uh, connections yep, and all that. That has been a, a little bit of a challenge, I think, too. Yeah, it's just the reliability. And, and for, then those kids not always wanting to have their cameras on. Which, you, I mean, I, I feel for the families that have multiple kids at different well, we're like you know, grade levels, and, and so are you guys. It's, yeah, it's really tough to to get a uh, signal. A How has signal. the signal been for your family? Because your well, my, wife is at home teaching, right? Well, just my oh, wife. Oh, that's my right. Kids, okay, that's yeah, right. Your Fort Zumwalt are... is in person yeah. five days a week. And so. that seems to be going all right? So so far, so good. I'm going to knock on some wood. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've gotten a few letters home saying, you know, a potentially a, a, a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So far, you know, so good. Right now, yeah, kids have to wear a mask, and, and things are going Is Jen able right. to take your kids to their schools, or do they have to take the bus? So or? our kids are taking the bus. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of kids on the bus, but our kids are taking the bus. And my wife works in, in the Parkway School District, so they're doing virtual 100% from home. So she's got the house to herself. She's got the Wi-Fi to herself. So it's been pretty so easy So that has been uh, better. But if you if you went back to back in the spring... Yep. We both were teaching from home. And, and the kids. So, yeah, that was a challenge. And, and and that's why I can have empathy for those that have multiple kids. Because you know, the kids were struggling. Because we had teachers, you know, both of us being teachers. And then, you know, three kids and a college kid. Yeah. So we had, uh, you know, three three uh, high school. Was last year his first year? And now his so, yeah, he's, second he's, year already. He's, okay. a fr- he's a sophomore this year. He was a freshman last year. And he had to come home semester. early, I guess. Yep. He came home early. So we had a college student doing virtual. And then we had three, you know, two middle school kids yeah. and one elementary. Yeah. And then two people teaching, two adults teaching from home. But we had to soup up our Wi-Fi. And, yeah. You but know, not everybody can do that. You know, you, know, you need 1.20 gigawatts yeah, evidently okay. of power to <laughs> to get everything running at your house. All right. So as you are um, finishing out your third week of doing this, and we look towards um, kind of the, you know, right now we're we're in a situation where we're doing quarter classes basically. So you're having to do a whole lot of information in, in a, a much short shorter time. time. Yep. How's it working for you? Well, that's a faster pace. You're, I mean, it's it's kind of nice because uh, you see your kids every day and versus right. the block scheduling that, right. that we're so used to here. Um, so it, it, it makes sure, it could, because on the block scheduling days, you could create your lesson and you could fine-tune it and you had two days. Mm-hmm. Now you have, you know, a quick turnaround. You have a new lesson each day that you have to, to get ready. So, you know, the pace is much faster. Obviously, it has to be to condense, you know, 18 weeks of instruction into basically nine weeks. But I think all the hard work will pay off if we continue this model, you know, starting after October 23rd, we'll see the other half of our kids and everything's kind of been created now for the, so um, you feel the like next the semester. Second, second so quarter. I think there'll be a chance to breathe, yeah. honestly, 
you know, we'll, we'll have to be using that time now to start looking at potentially after winter break, you right. know, second semester. Right. But if something changes, that's that's going to be the interesting curveball that we can't right we can't predict right. And it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. I do try to tell people. I do think that we're we're going to um, probably find ourselves at the secondary level, uh, being in this type of environment for a little bit. I hope, in, in in a sense, that it's until the end of the semester because I think for continuity's sake, and logistically, for, it makes for sense. logistics, yes. everything like that. But you know, for normalcy, we want to try and get people back. Um, I think it all just depends on on uh, really the next few weeks and and how uh, you know. Well, how the elementary at the elementary right, level, the younger right. kids, how that all transitions and unfolds, and they're going to need time to. Make you know, sure that of, plan is working. Oh, yeah, monitor that, and yep. and then they can make their decisions based on that. But that's above my pay grade. I hear you, and um, mine too, actually. So, uh, you know, when I look back, though, and I think about us being, uh, you know, first-year teachers. I can't uh, imagine if I was a first-year teacher going through this. Yeah, right. I mean, wow. we have one or two here yeah. that, that this is how they're starting out their career virtually. You know, and and I'm sure when they got into school, they never thought that they'd have to worry about this uh, type of environment. What but doesn't yet, kill you makes you stronger. That's right. And uh, I'm hopeful that everybody realizes that this is not going to be forever. It's just for what we're doing right now, and and hopefully it will make us better and stronger. So listen, um, one of the things that we haven't really talked a, a whole heck of a lot about is uh, your family. You have a huge family. Well. I'll- I think it's relative, but... Uh, it is a huge as family. As a kid, I came from a huge family, one yeah. of seven kids, but I have, uh, I'm have i a father of four, Right. so that's pretty big today Yeah. in today's day and age. Well, it's more than me. So Three was good for us. Four, you, you decided four to, is, uh, yeah, four is uh, an interesting had number. Had to get that girl. <laughs> well, three boys, and yeah, that, that was not my... Um, that we was, just got lucky. That was we, my wife. Yeah. She had to have a daughter, and... Uh, you know, I don't think could Brody, you imagine, Brody would have appreciated makeup and right. shopping. But could you imagine? Because Brody's a little bit older than Aubrey, right? Like, what's the span there? Yeah, Brody's a seventh grader. And so she is 12. A Aubrey is fourth, a fourth grader. Yeah, so there's yeah. a couple years there. And just like there's a couple years between Dominic, who's a freshman, and Aurora, who's a third grader. So we have a little bit bigger span. Yeah, but I have a freshman, wife, freshman I, at high school and then a sophomore in college. Yeah. Which is well, the, you're, the span. Yeah. But I often think, Michelle and I talk about, uh, you know, what would it be like if, if Aurora wasn't here? I don't know if you guys ever say that about Aubrey, but for us, she was one of those, well, do we want another one? And, and we said, yeah, okay, let's try it. It was six years after Dominic, so yeah, we had a pretty some, good gap. Yeah, you know, and, and plus I was older, too. And, I mean, 50 years old and I got a third grader, so it's she, – she calls me an old man, basically – and and so uh, and I just asked Michelle, I'm like, what, what, we, what would we be doing if Aurora wasn't around? Because the boys don't want to have anything to do with us right. now. They they got their own worlds. Are your boys like that too? Kind of yeah. Like they, they just uh, want to do. Well, they're whatever. so busy with uh, activities, yeah. and then of course gaming. It takes yeah. a you know. A you high never priority, sit down and play any games with them. So I'm not a big game person. <laughs> I can never figure out what buttons to press. And I get frustrated, and I'm too busy. I'd rather go build stuff. Or, yeah. Or, or be doing something around the house. Yeah, you never really got sitting. into that. Although there were times Sick. we played some hockey well, on, Nintendo, on your Sega. And... The Nintendo and <laughs> Sega. Uh, I don't think Atari had hockey. No. But, no. Um, 
Yeah, I just never really developed a passion for that. So. But you do have um, a whole nother life, in a sense, uh, with the building that you do. Because you, I don't know that a weekend really doesn't go by that you're not picking up a hammer or uh, some kind of tool Yeah, I probably overextend myself and taking on jobs and stuff, but I enjoy, I enjoy building. That so. goes back to when your dad was doing all the building around your house, too. Yeah, I uh, think I... I cut my teeth watching and learning from him. Did your other brothers get into that? Not at all? really. You're the only one no, that really. I think it was me. Even John Lacani, his dad, uh, he'd be working on stuff, <laughs> and, and you'd it, be up there. John working would with be him. like, "Let's go play," and I'm like, "No, I want to help, help your dad build and fix, you know, something." Or, and John was like, "Ah, oh, fine." Yeah. And he would take off, and I'd hang out with his dad, yeah. learning how to do, you know, do stuff. So I'm grateful to yeah, all those people. My brother-in-law opened a handyman business. Yeah. Uh, so that kind for of many furthered years, it a little bit. Yeah, for many years he brought me in as a, a laborer, and and I was able to learn a lot of skills. I mean, there's pretty much too. there's there's nothing that you won't try, right? Well, I'm not I'm not a big fan of plumbing. Yeah. So there's some minor things that I you know feel comfortable doing, but I would rather let the experts. Yeah. You know, plumbing and a lot of the electrical stuff. Yeah, really water wiring is something to panel. you don't want to mess with. Yeah, wiring and you know, uh, you know electrical like and water don't mix. One point twenty one gigawatts. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's that's not good. But uh, I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind building something. There's, there's, there's something about being able to sit back and be like, I did know, that. I did that. Yeah. You know, in this job, we don't get to see that immediately sometimes, right. and it takes years before right. you feel if ever like you really made a difference or not. And, right. Uh, and and that's that's cool, but it's it's just a little different, and I, I enjoy that part of any uh, particular project though that you've done over the course of your life that you're like, man, I really like doing that one, and I liked how it turned out. Um, wow, I, I I recently helped uh, you know put put a uh, a, a, a basement together yeah. for somebody that they moved their their mom in, yeah, and uh, there was a lot to do with uh, a, a job, you know, putting a bedroom down in a basement and an egress window and. You know, family room and a full bath, and you know all kinds of the, the whole nine yards. So that that's one I recently finished that yeah. I'm really proud of. Do, and materials have changed over the time in which you've been doing all this, like especially like flooring. I, I think of that and how. Yeah, there's a lot of new options and you know things that are out there, but it doesn't matter what I want; it's the customer. So you if the recent, customer wants yeah, it. They, you recently started to do some work though in your own basement, right? Yeah, I found a few extra minutes, yeah. and I was able to demolish a wall and then start framing up it. Right now, I'm I'm bogged down because of the amount of uh, stuff we have, junk and and things in the basement. So I'm finding myself so right now... So is that now, a nudge, nudge to... Well, no, it, it just takes time to try to sell things. Purge all that stuff. To try to sell things on Facebook or yeah, whatever and right. drop stuff off at Goodwill and just yeah. get it out. Yeah. You know, what's the purpose? If we, we don't use it, what's... Right. I Why mean, I'm a big it? person that let's... Let's give it to somebody else who can use it right. and get it out of the basement. But I'm in the in the phase of creating space, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Well, cool. And if I have a moment, I'll. I mean, football season started last night, so I don't have a whole lot of time. Well, I don't and, work on Sundays. And that Sundays. is something we haven't talked a whole heck of a lot about because this is the first year in a, in a while that I haven't done the fantasy football. And you said Ooh. I had to turn in my man card. That's correct. Because of that, and uh, I don't know. What did you think of the game last night? I didn't get to watch a whole lot of it. You I'll didn't? be honest. I was doing uh, the uh, my one of my leagues. We had a draft <laughs> started you, at six o'clock well, last night. So so wait a minute. They were drafting all we the draft way up the until same. The- <laughs> you know, we this this league it's uh, tradition, but we draft the night of. Yeah. 
So I was uh, in my war room, yeah. um, and I, I could hear the game in the background. But yeah. I didn't have uh, the chance just to sit on the you know, right. couch and enjoy. You, so how many leagues are you doing? Well, I'm, a, I'm in three, three this year, which is a huge accomplishment because I've been in, you know, six, that's about half. I'm in half the leagues I was from the previous year, but, you know. You don't get tired of it. My that. wife is you, not you, a big fan of all this. Well, because you are serious about it. Like well, if you, you're going to you do have, it, be serious have, about it, yeah. You have boards, and and uh, you were commish for a, a league or two, right? So yeah, I, to... I've been a commissioner, yeah. and uh, yes, I do utilize some of the uh, draft <laughs> boards that help you organize the information. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I've always just been a fly on the wall uh, in our piddly drafts here at Selvage. Um, and like to kind of see what you're doing just because it's to me a little comical because you're like so into it. So you, you got, you got people working for you. Yeah, I'm a winner. <laughs> I'm a winner. And I have the trophy. I know you do have the trophy. The so that's years. why it's very comical for me. Cause it, I get to see genius in action and <laughs> well, okay. Well, it's, I'll fun. take, I'll take that. If you want to use the word genius, uh, you know, but. I mean, how many times have you won the league here? Probably three or four at least. Three years, the last three in a row. Yeah. So that's probably why so we didn't That's probably play. why I didn't. Yeah, I, I was done. I was looking for some more competition. And yeah. I wasn't going to play. Yeah, but so you have three leagues that you're having to keep organized. That's correct. And so do you have like a system during the week to make sure you're uh, checking in? Or is it a daily? Well, you have to pay attention. If you're going to play, <laughs> you have to pay attention. So... The, the, that's part of it. It's just being aware of so the So you carve out a good 20, 30 minutes a day? Well, there's certain times <laughs> that make it uh, easy to do some research throughout the day. Um, we'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if you don't pay attention, I think you lose out on yeah. possible, you know, possibilities right. that, that can improve your squad. So. Well, I've always just appreciated just how much you're into it. I just uh, I love the passion, but uh, it's just not something I can – uh, I can do myself. You're anymore. too busy doing talk shows. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, this is my thing. So, yeah. hey, so um, any shout outs you want to give before we sign out? Shout outs. So I'd like to shout out to everybody here at Salvage. The yeah. Salvage family has, you know, just rallied to help each other. I, I have an amazing team I work with, you know, amazing people here in the building. You guys. Well, it's really cool to kind of see how you guys are really supporting each other and helping each other and people are asking questions and and people have the answers and i just it's been really cool to kind of watch how you guys have just taken to it and i know it's not easy by any stretch but uh with little to no complaints you guys are working it and making it happen and and that's what makes me proud so i appreciate you saying that because uh it it is a good group of people that want to do what's best for kids and for themselves to make sure it's an easy thing anybody else you want to say hi to mom? Because, you know, we're going to make sure she... My mom? Yeah. I'd like to shout out to my mom, Jane Walters, <laughs> my family, Jennifer Walters. There you go. My Don't kids, leave anybody out. Dylan, Cooper, Brody, Aubrey. I want to shout out to you guys. Everybody out there. Yeah, we'll make sure they listen, right? Yeah. All right. I don't well, think listen. they'll be tuning in. I really appreciate it's just been a pleasure being able to be around you on a regular basis, even if I don't get to see you every day in the uh, building. It's always cool to know that you're here and that it's it's kind of like just being up the street. So it's kind of cool. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. Love you, man. I love you, too. And what do you have to say at the end? 
if Mike's on is the name of the show. Mike is off. Mike's off. Join us in the weeks to come as we learn and grow together.